Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello there friends. Today I have a brand new message for you. It's a message that has blessed me personally so tremendously. And you can take this message separately, but I would encourage you to also listen to my broadcast so low and so high. Oh yes, this fits so beautifully together with that message, talking about how Jesus came out of heaven, descended so low, oh, so low, so low, so low, but also he came out of that grave, out of that tomb, and he ascended, and he went back to the Father, to heaven, to his place there. Now, I've entitled this message, His Triumphant Return. And I can understand that many of you listening to that title would think, oh, he's going to speak about the second coming of the Lord. But no, I'm not talking about the second coming of the Lord. That's why you need to listen to that other broadcast so low and so high. I'm going to talk about his triumphant entry into heaven when he went back to the Father. Oh, remember that. Oh, he had finished his work. It was accomplished. On the cross, he cried out, it is finished. It is accomplished. Hallelujah. What was finished? The work that he came to do to save mankind from their sins. And he has saved us. Hallelujah. He fulfilled it all. Praise God. He paid the price in full. Hallelujah. He accomplished it all. We are free. We have been set free of sin. And every claim of the devil is broken over our life. We are no longer slaves, hallelujah. But we are lifted high as children of God. Our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And well, I could say so many more of these kind of things to just lift you up and to give praise and glory to God. Well, he came out of that tomb. Remember, after being dead for three days, He came out of that tomb. And so we celebrate Good Friday and we celebrate Easter. Good Friday as he gave his life for us. Easter, that Easter morning that he rose out of that grave and he came out gloriously and victoriously after he had conquered it all and conquered death and sin, etc., etc. And so we celebrate that. Well, for 40 days after that resurrection, he walked the earth. And he was here and he was there and he showed himself to hundreds of people, hundreds of people. And they are our witnesses that he came out of that tomb, that he is alive. Hallelujah. After 40 days, we have Ascension Day. Now, I don't know where you are, in which country, and if you celebrate Ascension Day, but here in Holland, Ascension Day is a free day, a holiday. It's 40 days after Easter, and we celebrate that Jesus went back to the Father. Remember, he went to that mountain, and he was standing there giving some final instructions, not only to his disciples that were there at that time, but those instructions are also for you and for me today, that we need to be his witness, and we need to do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And then in front of their eyes, suddenly a cloud came, and he was lifted high and higher and higher still and higher until he disappeared from their eyes. 
Christ, and he went into glory, hallelujah. Well, we celebrate that, that he went back to the Father, and two angels were there, and they said to those disciples, what are you doing here? Watching up, just standing there, looking to the sky. This same Jesus, as you have seen him go up, he will come again, and we know that day is coming, that Jesus will come, and he's going to come back for the church. He will be on the clouds, and we who are in Christ will be gathered by him, going to him and being with him forever, and there is that return that he will come and set his feet on the Mount of Olives. That's another thing that is coming in the future, but we celebrate Easter, we celebrate Ascension Day, and then 10 days after Ascension Day, we celebrate Pentecost. Pentecost, that great day when those 120 disciples and followers of Christ were in that upper room and they were seeking God. They were praying because Jesus had said, you need to go into all the world to preach the gospel, but before you go and do that, you need to wait and receive that promise, receive the Holy Spirit. And so they were waiting. They didn't know exactly what they were waiting for. They didn't know exactly how it would go, but they were seeking God listening to him, waiting upon him. And suddenly on that day of Pentecost, there was the sound of a mighty rushing wind and the Holy Spirit came down and it filled the house and it filled them and there came tongues of fire upon their head and they started to speak in the Holy Spirit language and they started to speak in heavenly language and they started to speak in tongues. Oh, I believe in the speaking of tongues, hallelujah. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, and that great move began there. That was where the church of Jesus Christ started to rise up as Peter gave that great message with a wonderful altar call. And it says 3,000 people gave their life to the Lord that day and were baptized. Oh, hallelujah for that move and that Holy Spirit Oh, he is still moving today, and he is in us today. Is he in you today? What a gift that we received from him. So we celebrate these things. And when we celebrate Ascension Day, oh, we, we always talk about how he went up on the cloud and disappeared. And we talk about the promise of the Holy Spirit and the promise of his return. Wonderful to celebrate Ascension Day and to be reminded of this constantly, but especially yearly when we have that special day. But my mind for a moment went to the Lord as he went up, 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 and then he went into heaven. Oh, hallelujah. And for a moment, I want to take you there. Oh, I remember in Holland when our soccer team, they won the European Cup, you know. Oh, and they were so happy and the whole country was happy. Oh, and we have something to celebrate like that. We all dress in orange, yes. And it's a great sea of orange people. They paint their faces. They wear orange clothes. And so that soccer team was coming back to Holland. Many people gathered, thousands gathered at the airport to receive them. And then they were driven in that open bus, you know. And they went through the city, through the capital. And people were everywhere cheering and shouting. Oh, I remember seeing those old movies of the generals that came back to New York City after they had won the war or won a battle. Oh, and the streets of Manhattan were packed 
packed with people, cheering, shouting, whistling. Oh, and they took the car with the general, a cabriolet car, where he sat for all to see. And he was waving to the people. And there were troops of men behind him in buses and in other vehicles. And they went through the streets and out of the windows. People were shouting and streamers filled the air. And everybody was celebrating and a big marching band was there. And it was such a joyful moment. Well, that's also how it went in the Roman Empire. When a general would come back from a war, he would drive his chariot. Yeah, they didn't have a cabriolet car like an automobile like we have today. But they did have a chariot. And he would stand on that chariot and you know it would go a little different oh in front of him there would be the army that he had conquered and they would walk in chains and they would walk holding the spoils holding the gold the silver the diamonds other valuable spices and clothes and things and they would carry it while they were chained up and they were walking in rows those were the armies that were conquered and then to his chariot there was a chain there holding the great king or the great general of the enemy and they would be in chains and they would be chained to that chariot as that general would ride that chariot with beautiful horses in front of it oh those enemy kings and enemy generals they were running behind it with chains all around them showing the public showing everyone the enemy's kings that that general had conquered and then behind him you had all those that were captives but now they were set free because of that general's army because of the fighting of that general and so they were walking free waving, waving oh they were so happy because once they were captives but now they were set free hallelujah and so they would walk behind that chariot and out of the chariot the general he would have golden coins or silver coins and he would take a hand and he would throw those coins into the crowd Oh, and they would receive those gifts and they would be so happy. Oh, I hope you can imagine these things a little bit. I don't know how they do it in your country. Maybe there's also a marching band or some other dancing or music or something. But I can tell you one thing. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. And as I was thinking of these things, I was thinking of the return of the Lord. We don't think about it so often. But he went back to heaven. He had descended out of heaven. And he went so low. He became a curse here. He went so low. He even died on the cross. And he went into that tomb, into that grave, into the kingdom of death and darkness. But he came out as a conqueror. And now he came back to heaven to take his rightful place as the son of God. I believe the gates of heaven opened wide. Oh, can you understand if there was a choir of angels filling the sky, singing to the shepherds that Jesus had been born in that stable? Can you believe the choir in heaven when Jesus came back victoriously after conquering death, after setting mankind free? Oh, hallelujah. I believe all of heaven was present. I believe every angel oh, was there to sing and to shout, oh, to praise him who was dead, but who is alive now forevermore. He who gave his life, but in that death he 
conquered death and he swallowed death and he made that enemy death chained up and bound up and he conquered him and he conquered Satan and he conquered sickness and he conquered all those terrible, awful things. Oh, I'm just imagining him coming into heaven. Oh, and all the instruments they are playing and all the angels, the choirs there, they are singing and there is heavenly firework. I don't know how it will be, but it must be glorious. All the lights, all the shining, all the glory, all the joy, all the happiness. And he came into heaven on that heavenly chariot, on that cloud as he was moving forward. Oh, and he was throwing gifts. Yes, because it says in uh, the Psalm, Psalm 68, verse 18, you have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Oh, I took that scripture and I was thinking of these earthly celebrations, but then I imagined it in the spirit as a heavenly celebration. Oh, when Jesus came back to heaven as the all-victorious conquering one, taking his rightful place, No longer was he crowned with a crown of thorns, but now he was crowned with many crowns. No longer was he dressed, oh, shamefully naked there on the cross, but now he was dressed in royal robes, in white linen, royal robes, girded with a golden girdle. He was there, victorious, hallelujah. Oh, the Son of God, the rightful one, the chosen one, the living one, the one who is above everything and everybody and all things, hallelujah, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And so, yes, every enemy was taken captive. And then he came into heaven, and with him was that sinner that was hanging next to him at the cross. Remember them. Remember those two sinners left and right, and the one cursed him, but the other one said, think of me when you come into your paradise. And he said, today you will be with me in paradise. And I believe not only him, but so many more that had trusted upon the Savior, that trusted that God would send the Messiah. They all came with him and they went into that glorious celebration and that glorious feast, hallelujah. Well, that ascension to celebrate it is so important because he would never have ascended on high if he had not finished his work down here. So the fact that he ascended and went back to heaven is proof that the work is fulfilled. I don't believe that he went back with a half job done. I don't believe he went back with only giving half a sacrifice. I don't think he only redeemed of half the sin. He didn't give half eternal life, but he gives a full eternal life. All sin is done with and forgiven by the blood of Jesus. He accomplished it fully in our place, on our behalf, hallelujah. When he returned to heaven, and he was able to return to heaven because he had finished it all, hallelujah. So let us know and believe today and let us give praise that he completed his work fully, hallelujah, because else he would never have gone back. 
And then it says in that verse, and there are more verses to read, but I don't have the time. But it says, you have received gifts for men. Yes, he received gifts for men. What are those gifts? Well, in John 4, verse 13 and 14, he says, he said to that woman, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into eternal everlasting life. John 7, verse 37 to 39. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Are you getting the picture? Are you getting the picture? One more verse here, Luke 11, verse 13. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? It says, you received gifts for men, or you gave gifts to men, Paul says in Ephesians, because he connects to these verses in Ephesians 4, verse 7 and 8. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. When he came back into heaven, he gave a gift to come upon us, gift for men, gifts for men. And all of those gifts are in that one gift, the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Oh, he made a way that we could receive that wonderful gift, the Holy Spirit. And in the Holy Spirit are many gifts. Is everything that you would need, everything that you could ask for. How wonderful is it? that he conquered and he went back to heaven and he gave gifts to men. He gave that one gift in whom all gifts are in the Holy Spirit that we can receive now, right now. But it says something more in that psalm. And I want to close with that thought. It says, yes, for the rebellious also. It's unbelievable in this verse. He doesn't say it's for the angels. He doesn't say that gift is for all the holy and pure men and women, those dedicated to me, those that serve me, those that follow me, those that are living a good life, etc., etc. No, he doesn't mention that group of people. We know they are included. That's, of course, it's for us, all those that live according to his will. But he makes specific mention that he got that gift for the rebellious, for the rebellious. Maybe you are that rebellion person. Oh, once you served him, once you gave your life to him, once you followed him, but somehow something came into your mind, into your heart, and you deviated from the path, and you, you turned your back to him, maybe half-hearted, 
Maybe full rebellion, maybe half of rebellion, but half of rebellion is full rebellion too. But you turned your back to him and maybe you're listening to this message and you're getting all excited. But at the same time, there's that voice of the devil, that voice of the enemy saying, but you are a rebellious person. It's not for you. But here God makes specific mention that it's for the rebellion. The gift of salvation is for you. The gift to come back today, come back to the house of the Father, to come back to that forgiveness, come back to that holiness, to come back to that place where you are being led by the Holy Spirit. It's for you. Don't let the devil hold you back. Don't let his lies hold you back. Repent if you need to. Give your life again to him if you need to. But today, don't let any lie of the devil keep you from going to him. Come back to the Father today. Jesus conquered it all for you and he gave a gift for you, the gift of salvation, the gift of all his blessings, of all his goodness in that gift of the Holy Spirit that will fill you once again to full capacity, yes, to overflowing. Will you pray with me today? Say, oh Lord, oh God, I believe that you descended so low On my behalf, you gave your life for me on the cross. You went into that grave. But Lord, you didn't stay there as men would stay there because you are the son of God and you rose victoriously conquering them all, Lord, death and Satan and sin and hell, etc., etc. You conquered it all. You went back to the Father to take your rightful place. And Lord, you send gifts to man, gift of salvation through the Holy Spirit. We are born again because of the blood that you shed for me. Oh, Lord, I'm so thankful that I can come back to you today. And yes, I have been rebellious. And yes, I have turned my back to you. Yes, I've lived a half-hearted life. I had one foot in the world and one foot in the church. My heart was divided. I was serving you and I was serving other masses. But today, Lord, I'm giving myself to you again because your Holy Spirit is working in me. Oh, I receive forgiveness. I receive the cleansing of my sin. I receive your life. I receive the gift of your Holy Spirit. Oh, to come. I want to drink of that living water. I want to satisfy my soul in that living water and in nothing else. I receive it right now. Thank you, Lord, that you have gone back. You had a triumphant entry into heaven, but thank you that you also promised you're coming back to this world. One day you will come on the clouds. You will gather all believers unto yourself and you will take us to be where you are right now. I'm looking forward to that and I don't want to miss it. So save me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 